Hello, we're back for episode 113. 213. I went back. Instead of 2013, I went to... There we go. All right. 213 episodes. I mean, it's not... We're all right here. I think we're... we're it is a downpour going on right now. It's a deluge of rain and wind. And uh, we're in Key Largo, the Keys bartender. I was uh, discussing with my co-host here, Papa Joe, and uh, Jenna. Hello, it's me. I'm here. Yeah, kind of. Uh, we're 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 just trying to keep the rain off the equipment. That's a, pretty much it. Is there anything coming in this way? Uh, not too much. I think we're all right. A little. I think yeah. we're good. Yeah, I don't know if you hear any of this, folks, but it is coming down. Dogs and cats. Remember that was. What did they say about that? It was reading dogs and cats because people. Dogs used, and cats. No, cats used, and dogs. Remember in one of the uh, Bruce Willis movies, um, uh, a guy. No, the guy says, "Oh, it's raining dogs and cats." And Bruce Willis goes, he figures out they're Eastern European uh, uh, mercenaries, and he kills them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking, you don't want to say dogs and raining dogs and cats in front of Bruce Willis because oh, you fucking alien. Yeah, but wasn't blah, 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 blah. that because of uh, people that used to have huts? They lived in huts, and the, with tiki's like this on the top, and then they would realize that stray cats and stray dogs would make their homes in the thatching on top of their, like, mud house roofs. Oh, I and thought it was that because of the and water. Then, and then the water rained spouts, like crazy. Every so often because dogs, of the stray dogs they would in the Everglades, out. they'd be sucked up in the water spouts, and their people would be on the beach See, before, La- before Lauderdale, and when that... Water spout came down. If he dropping dogs and cats right on their ass. No, let's see. That's I a movie. Dognado. Dognado. Yeah, I, I still think it was. You got a guy running attached, around with little little attached poodle roots. attached uh, toy poodle attached to his penis. So some dude on a nude like, beach had a cat and a dog that lived on the roof of his house, and it rained a lot, and then they slipped out. They were like, "Fuck!" And there was like, "Boom, boom!" Cats and dogs falling out. It's raining and cats and dogs. Oh, it's raining cats and dogs. Okay. Well, I was I don't at. Know. A, one I summer I was in New Jersey and I was taking a shower at the outdoor shower at the rental property we have in Seattle, New Jersey. And I came out and the guys decided to have a water balloon fight. You and came it was out? raining. I came out of the shower. <laughs> I came out of the shower naked because there was a as security fence. Yeah. As you do. No, out of the Syria because I wanted to get sand off me. And I was pelted with water balloons and it was raining condoms. And I was so fucking pissed because they were the good fucking condoms. I had a box. I had a box of what I think I had a box. Whatever they sold me, box of forty-eight condoms, and they went through twenty-four of them. And they go, "You weren't going to use them." And I said, "I just got fucking down here, guys." <laughs> and let me say, I used those twenty-four condoms, and I had to get more. You know, if I knew you're going to have to do something stupid, hey, there was you need to do that. You could, there. I could go to the uh, AMP and buy fucking balloons for you if you feel the need to throw. Water on a guy who's just freshly showered. So there was wa- there was water in him, right? A and P stands for what? I didn't. I do gallon. I didn't have a gallon. What's an A P? What are you talking about? A&P? You can't have a secret A and P. Oh, it's a supermarket. A and P. It's initials. I don't know what it stands for. Atlantic Pacific. It's a uh, a supermarket in the Northeast. A and P Grocers. Oh, there's I just a, didn't know what the there's A&P A&P stand for. Oh, Atlantic Pacific. Okay. Oh. It was a nationwide grocery store. Oh, time. okay. Called it AMP. And it was the Acme. It was super fresh and all this stuff. Well, just like you had the before. Piggly Wiggly down here. The Win Dixie's been around for a long time. Yeah, but what was it called before Win Dixie? We called the Win Dixie. Piggly, Piggly Wig- nope. Wiggly. Quick check. Quick check. Quick check. Okay. Um, wasn't it wasn't pig fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, we had a little meeting right before this show, and I just want to say there was an amazing discovery uh, I had. Um, it, it, it made me smile that uh, on one of the podcast sites, the and I think it may have been Apple, at the bottom of it, it said, if you like this show, perhaps you'll like these two other shows. And what shows they had? They had Joe Rogan and what did I say the other Robinson. name? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. I forgot the name. I'm drinking this. Um, Is it good? It's IPA. It's got a high content. So, but I, it's right in the sweet spot where I want to be. I want to be funny, but I don't want to be harsh. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm a. I I try to be a nice guy. 
sometimes I do come off like I've been called an asshole, and since I'm from, from Philadelphia, being called an asshole, we'll go and say, oh, thank you. You're not you. doing your job if thank someone doesn't call you an asshole. I know, but then you say, hey, someone calls, hey, you're kind of an asshole, and you go, well, thank you. Thank you very much, you know, but I, I don't necessarily, that's not my outlook on life. So to be halfway between Tony Robbins and uh, Joe Rogan, as a suggestion, I don't know if they're showing our show, if you like this, maybe perhaps. But if you can, if your listeners out there, if you can uh, become subscribers and share the show, um, maybe, maybe we can do a little more with it. And uh, we just did a previous show. We did a, a reach out, a reach around yeah, it was to reach Australia, around. to Australia, our friends in Australia. It was a reach around, hands hands around the globe, below the waist pants, the waist, the waist. Uh, well, <clears throat> what? We, I felt no, like I was grabbing Australians, mm-hmm. cupping your balls ever so lightly, just. Gently cupping balls. Gently cupping balls and thanking you for listening. Those, so, those Australian outback men. You know? One, we've had a couple, uh, the talk about countries and stuff. We're in the Keys, and the Keys are a destination, much like Australia and Croatia and Tahiti and Japan or whatever place you're from that has things to do and things to see. Tourism. Um, tourism, yeah. There's some draw. I mean, Florida, you have, we have Disney World. It is a great, I know, but it is great draw. It's a great draw. You can't deny it. You can't say Paris isn't a great draw for that or let's pick another place. Moscow. Moscow. Why Even does it just sound cold? What does Moscow mean? That's a good question. Like, what does you know, Moscow mean in Russia? Like, in Russian? Like, it just sounds cold. Does that just mean, like, cold place? Mokba. What does that mean? Well, that's that's a Russian Moscow. for Moscow. Well, yeah. I have no idea what it means. I know what. I would like to know what it means. I bet you it means no, cold it's a, place. A I mean, place where it never stops yeah, fucking raining. It's amazing how, <laughs> hailing, how certain cultures, if you look about for um, the spread of it, there was, like, the small nascent beginnings that small groups of people become a nation state. And it was just a small group of uh, merchants, traders along the Volga that became the Rus. They were R-U-S, I think the Rus. And they were around from the time, the Roman times. And just like the Chinese, they had, there were small beginnings for them. I mean, they had some great dynasties and stuff like that. Same thing with Japan uh, in, in South and Central America. Everyone had it, and, and then we had the, the um, Anglo-Saxon small groups of people that became prolific, and they just grew and grew and grew, and there's nothing you can fucking do to stop them. It's like one of those families, like something in 19. What's that? What's that fucking family on that? On the uh, Kardashians? No, well, the, <laughs> Brady Bunch. Oh, the Brady Bunch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Kardashians. All I thought it was the big ass of. Uh, Kim Kardashian. How the fuck is that a thing? You know, I can look at her. I can see she's attractive, but that vapid conversation, that vapid conversation about, think about what they're concerned about, what they, their day-to-day routine is. You know, I have to say that J-Lo now looks like she has a tiny butt okay. com- compared to the rest of them. No, they're, 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 she's she's no she's no Kardashian. Kardashian. The Kardashians are like she's no Kardashian. Tags on their asses because they're and, she, the and, and she's truck. she's no Nicki Minaj. But there's nothing wrong with a big ass. There's nothing wrong with a big ass. Yeah. But That's marketing, a big ass. I know. But marketing it as something just like a tiny ass or whatever thing like big. I mean, every so often you see some. Oh, Abby. Um, for some reason, a Polish people have something about big tits, really big tits, and I mean really, really big tits. And there's this video that was sent to her, and it's um, one Polish woman playing the violin, and the other playing the piano, and the tits are so big on them, you're just thinking, holy shit. What are they doing with their lower? What's happening to the lower back? What's going on? And they're just moving around lightly. They can't even really navigate movement. 
like walking or maybe going down a crowded hallway. I mean, how the fuck would you get, I mean, just to go that big, that ridiculous big. I know, I know if you're a dancer, I know if you're a dancer or exotic dancer, that is a thing. But why would this pendulous thing, this huge, why would you do that to yourself? Were they enhanced, do you think, or were they just natural? Are you joking? I don't know. There's some women that have just really large breasts. No, these were enhanced. They were ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's I like mean, a, if, if, actually, they were so big that they were had uh, the production quality of it. They had the money. If they needed to, they should have been cut down. And these women... I guess... I mean, you don't even look... I'm looking at them, I look at the boobs, and I look at the thing, and they're covered. But I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. And I love boobies. I love boobies. All, I love them. All I stretch marks them. and everything? Well, no, but not necessarily. I never understood the big, the big, 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 big. I never understand it, but I can understand the enhanced one. But then, and now I'm not, hey, I'm not belittling you. You got to feel good about yourself and stuff. But Carving yourself up. There's a lot of things you can do to make yourself. I see people they go and get a boob job, but they don't go to the gym. Get the boob job, and you still got your. If you if you if you still have a big gut and a big butt and thunder thighs and stuff like that, well, maybe spend a little money on a personal trainer and uh, a deal meal, whatever they got there, fucking, <laughs> and do that. Eat some salads. Eat salad. Eat fucking salad. You're gonna feel so much better about yourself. You don't need to get size fifty six. Triple D's or triple E's. Well, or now they have, uh, for men, they have, you know, the pec implants, the back implants, the thigh implants. Hey, I'm, a, I'm as shallow implants, as they implants, come when implants. it comes to look. I am, I, I, I work out, I try to work out on my belly. I mean, it's, there was a Mike Myers bit, and goes like this middle-aged man. <laughs> Remember middle-aged man? And he's just going, oh, he's going, do you look at my gut? I'm working on it. You know, <laughs> I am working on it. I'm up to 150 sit-ups. Or anything. I'm trying to get up to maybe, I don't know how many I need, maybe 300. 300 in session may do it. I'm going to get a 300 regular sit-ups. I think my gut may, or maybe I just have enormous muscles in my gut and it may be. Well, you know when you, your abs begin to develop out, it pushes your gut out. I don't you care. have to lean out you and know what? do ab work. You know what I'm going to do? I don't, it doesn't have to be flat. I want it to be strong to have a strong core. So my back, I, I strengthen my back. I strengthen my uh, my abs so I can walk straight and things like that. I'm not that vain. I realize I'm 56 years old. So big deal. As long as I can do the things I have to do and yeah, when we're fighting our culture, our our culture is constantly hammering us, you know, to look like a 20 year old. <laughs> well. No, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna look at no, I'm not gonna have that waste anymore. You gotta, you gotta kind but of But then again, I ate at. that pizza I ate today, had a meatball. Well, I'm gonna eat pizza here shortly and I really don't care. Oh yeah, really? You order some? We will. You want oh. some pizza? We have pizza, I have Enrico's pizza sitting You could do oh. 350 sit-ups to work that one out. Oh Jesus Christ. So I'm gonna do that on Thursday. I rode, I rode about 200, uh, you know, Oh, that's right. You have your spinning class. Well, no, I rode too. Well, today wasn't a spinning class. I lifted and this is my routine, folks, just so you know. Spinning. What's so funny about that? That's spinning. Spin. Spinning. Spin. Spin class. Spinning class. It works. I didn't know why you were laughing. I go like this. What's so funny about either okay. one? Oh, it was, you know what? It was if just someone incorrectly says something about something, like if someone calls martini and they get in the neighborhood of it, I just, yeah, that's what it is. I thought I it was correct. cute. Someone calls me Larry. Someone goes like, hey, Larry, how you doing? If they said it with a smile on their face. I'm not going to say my name's Jim. <laughs> I want a Martini. That's close enough. You want vodka? Matka. You said matka. That's like Moscow. Mm-hmm. Close. Going back to Russia, how did he, what's the word that Italians use for Moscow? What? Moscow. My last name. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how you... I first saw my name... Joey Moscow? In a banner... In the Italian newspaper, I thought they were talking about my family. Oh, they really? weren't. It was a high, it was a headline about Moscow. Yeah, I always thought you know the the, the weird thing about right, this show is going to be about everything, but um, they uh, what, I, they get Irish people, German people on this. I forget. 
but they always sell about 30 years ago they started doing this these family coats of arm 40 years ago don't you question that sometimes oh it's bullshit it's sort of bullshit and they had a ran family and they had like three lions on a grain field they said that was so lame who picked that one three lions i mean they had lions in in, in england maybe at one time you know they had lions in england no yep but the lion was uh, was the, the sign of royalty, correct? Yeah, but there were they had lions or nobility, I should say. Yeah, you nobility, and um, supposedly they come up with this name and they break it down in Celtic and all this stuff. Oh, oh, who drain and all this stuff, and all of a sudden the guy, one the ancestor in far Celtic was um, the cherry, uh, the the head charioteer. Or so chariots, which when the fuck in Ireland they had chariots and stuff. They had in Roman times, maybe and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not in 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 Ireland. You know, I looked into my coat of arms in Italy, yeah. and it was the uh, it was a stick figure running away from a cannon. <laughs> so <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a joke. And if you're an Italian and you took that personal, yeah, so, sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, I well, no, they used to they they used to tell the jokes. I, uh, uh, my stepmother was uh, half Italian, half Polish, and um, she says when she was going to school, whatever they say the Italians, they would um, they do this thing. I surrender, you know. Every time they say it. right, but it was like 1950, 1955. They were still reliving. It, it, was, it was like being a. a a Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys fan. They're still reliving their their glories of the 1970s and 1990s. It's years ago. Hey, listen, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. It's not like that. It was 2017, I'm going to say, when we won our Super Bowl. I think so. 2017. Uh, we still relive it and stuff like that. Uh, Why not? Listen, I know. I still get excited about the perfect season with the Dolphins. It's the only thing you can get excited about with the Dolphins. Hey, you know what? Perfect season. You know what the exciting thing you do about that? You know, next season it's a very good possibility they're going to do better. I've been hearing that. Then it's, they're going so bad this year. There were near. I've, I've been down here twelve years. I've never seen a team this bad. Oh, they're horrible. That I mean, there were. I I've never seen a Miami team this bad. I saw an Eagles team that bad. Oh yes. Oh, yes. If you're an Eagles fan, you just got to stick around. And you know what? If you stick around, let's get it. Before we sign off for the first break and stuff like that, if you can stick around with a friend or a partner. Now, obviously, if someone's harmful to you and they're hurting you and it's detrimental to your existence, you should break it off and go on. But if you can stick around and encourage that person to uh, to come along and succeed, the success you will experience and the gratitude you'll experience once that person comes along, much like Miami Dolphins, when they come around, much like the Philadelphia Eagles in 2016, so many times they got close, they got close, they got close, they got close, and they always couldn't quite get it. There was great team, great team, great team. You think, oh, Buffalo, oh, my God. Those poor bastards with Jim Kelly. They have these great teams. Miami Dolphins with uh, Marino. Dan Marino. Oh, incredible teams and stuff like that. Um, and he couldn't make it. Or before John Elway won with Dan, when Denver, before he won his first one. And you stick around and you're loyal and you're, you're there. And you say, listen, you're not going to be that fair weather thing. You're not going to be that prick from Virginia Beach. It says, well, I'm going to pick Dallas as my team. Well, look what you did, man. You picked Dallas as your team and haven't had shit in 20 years. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that shit. Stick with your local team. Love them. Just like you do with your friends and your family members. Go Packers. Yeah, go Packers. There you go. They're going to come back. Eagles beat them on Thursday night, though. That was a great game. I don't yeah. want to hear any of that. That was a great thing. You don't have to hear it. Stick with your team, though. Be loyal to your team. And if you were from Dallas and you support Dallas, fine. You fucking cherry pickers picking teams from other places just because they're winning. Ryan, Mike, them. Matt, go back. They're not always, you know, winners aren't always going to win and losers aren't going to always lose. 
There's two things that happen in life. You're either winning or learning. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> no, that's uh, Ricky Bobby. Last, I'm going to come at you like a spider. No, 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 Ricky. That's not true. You could be second. I'm you could be third. I'm you could be fourth. No, no. You could be fifth. Not everyone gets a trophy. Yeah. You're either a okay. winner or you're a loser. Okay, folks. We're going to take a break. <laughs> If you want to get your information about the Florida Keys straight from the locals who live here and the ones who love it here, we've got you covered. Visit 43keys.com as your source for everything Florida Keys. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll always be up to date on all the Keysy stuff that's going on down here. Go to 43keys.com. That's the number four, the number three, keys.com and sign up today. And we're back. Okay, we were just, uh, I guess we went off a little about that. But I, I gave, we, we talked about sticking, sticking to your team. Your team or a person, you're not always going to lose. Sometimes you're going to be a winner and sometimes the winners are going to be losers, right? Right? Get back. Let's get back to old things remembered. Old things new. This past Saturday, I was getting a message on Facebook previous to that. Someone named a friend of mine. Kevin McNichols. I knew the name. I'm 56 years old. This was over 25 years ago back up in Philly. And I thought he was a guy I knew from uh, one of my favorite bars, uh, McGeehan's at Common College in Philadelphia. I assumed it was him. I recognized the guy and stuff like that. And we'd come back. I knew it would all flood back. The guy says, I'm coming to be, I'm going to be there Saturday. I knew I was working Saturday. I said, great. I didn't have to give him directions to where I live and stuff like that. Not that I would have had a problem with because I had a good feeling about this guy. So Kevin comes walking in. I wave. I say, come on in. Sit wherever you want. And I didn't recognize who he was. And he goes, Jim. And I go, Kevin? Then I realized I worked with this guy over 30 years ago. He, he was friends with my father. He was friends with me. And uh, I had to put a perspective to it. And uh, he started, ver- the nice thing about it, we came in and we started talking. We started rehashing all the times. He started telling all the stories that I had told my coworkers before. And he thought I was bullshitting. And he told about the, the Christmas parties. They used to have these parties on Christmas Eve. We used to call it um, Happy Birthday, Baby Jesus. We used to do uh, ones on uh, Good Friday, waiting for Waiting for Christ. Wake for Christ. Wake for Christ. We did those. I mean, okay, we're a Catholic community, so when your Catholics go bad, they go really bad. <laughs> they do. That's the fucking thing for it. So I had these, we had kegs and beers. I had a big loft apartment. had 25-foot ceilings. We had our bedrooms on the second floor. My buddy and I had, we had our bedrooms on the second floor. Uh, we didn't have, I wanted to get a fireman's pole. Down, that would like would have been like the monkeys had there. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. But I did get a twenty foot tree. I had a friend who had a uh, uh, Christmas tree lot, and I had a small compact town and country Chrysler wagon. And the guy said fifty dollars any tree on the lot. I picked the biggest tree. Why the fuck? The guy had a Christmas tree lot. It was a it was a distribution lot. For all the other... So you drove trees. a minivan? No, it was a station wagon. Oh, okay. Town and Country. Oh, you heard Town and Country, Dave. It was a small wagon. Chrysler, Town and Country. It was a small that, that's, town that's and a minivan. No, it had the woody, fake wood application. Oh, you had a woody. I used to have a woody all the time back My then. My mom had one that was blue. So, yeah. And then it was a Ford. Yeah. And it was a Country Squire. I meant it, I meant it, it that way. Squire. Okay, well, like that. Yeah. So... Uh, the guy said he was a distribution lot for all the tree lots in northeast Philadelphia, and he had one tree. And I said, what the fuck are you going to be using that for? So I grab it and looked at it and he goes, really? Like I was a little kid that ordered the hungry heifer 40-ounce steak, right? Like, what are you going to do with it? And the tree went two or three feet past the grill and three and a half feet past the tail. And luckily, when I was getting a tree, two, uh, one of my best friends, I was in his wedding, was coming to get his tree, and he followed me back to the loft with his brother. And we put that on a cargo cart, 
because it was an old factory loft. And we took the tree, we took it into the cargo elevator, took it up, and I brought it up there. And he said, how are you going to get this tree? What, how are you going to get this stand in it? It had a, um, Christ, it had a, uh, about a 14-inch, oh, uh, uh, yeah, the, the base. The trunk the was 14 inches on the bottom. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So we ended up getting a big wash basin. We put a big wash basin there, of the, the tin basin. And I got a rope, and I threw it over a storm uh, drain in a roof. And we, I hoisted it up. And we put some of it, before we hoisted it up, we put some ornaments on the top. And, it, you know, obviously there was a bunch of broken ones when we finally got it up. We, but we tried to lock them on by closing the, the hooks. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'm fucking methodical a little, but I got it up there. And then we decorated the rest using like, uh, poles and shit like that. Getting the, we, I mean, it looked, it looked like the tree in the center of Whoville <laughs> with the, <laughs> the Whoville with the lights going all the fucking right. And, and eventually I have to tell you that tree, when we took it down, my buddy brought a chainsaw in, Ed, and he cut it down and he threw it out the fucking factory windows that opened up. And threw it right onto the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, I and tied it. I tied it. And tied it up and all that stuff. He tied it up afterwards. But so um, get to the part about your short friend that you were going to hoist. So I had a, I had a uh, the Christmas tree and I had a big party and I'm, I'm drinking. I had it was great. It was a great party. It was a great party. It, you know, it was one of those parties you see. Uh, a big lots of party. It was cold. It was 25 degrees outside. The windows were frosted. People had a great time. It's Christmas Eve. I'm thinking no one's going to fucking show up. Jim goes. Uh, my uh, uh, my buddy goes, Jim, no one's going to shop. It's Christmas Eve. Everyone's going to his family. They say, well, they get done with their family. You got to go fucking someplace else. There's only so much time you can spend with your fucking family. Don't you know? At 930, we're wall to wall. Kevin shows up. I forgot about the incident. Someone's talking. We're hanging out. I'm talking to my dad and someone with dad. My dad comes. Because I can't believe you're doing it on Christmas Eve. We do our Christmas Eve over to the house, but now you're going to be a party. The dad will be over on Christmas. So um, they said that I said to Kevin McNichol said, you know, hey, listen, we need an angel for the top of the tree. I'm going to fucking. And he said I started wrapping a, a, a cord around him. And I was going to throw the other end over the thing. And we we're going to tie him up and put him on the top of the tree. That would have been awesome. I know, but that is humiliating for a grown man. And stuff okay, like that. short people unite. God, I don't want to be the top of anybody's tree. We let your whole soul lie. It was a great. Okay, hey, it was, well, a, it was a magical party. You it was proud. Okay, it was okay little, I'll do it. I'll it do it. Little um, Italian guy, Jew, young guy, nice, nice looking kid, and he was introducing himself as Jim Horan. Uh, Jim Horan is my party, and kind of like that. And people had no idea who I was because they were invited to a party, and. Uh, it was a great time, and um, he says, remember that story you told me about your co Remember the girl that you worked with? Now, I was dating an Irish girl, Irish-American girl, and uh, she came to the party, and we ended up breaking up over Christmas, because the party was not bringing people together, because I wasn't making over her house or anything like that. She came over late. I was probably too shit-faced. I didn't even remember she came over. So I, the next morning, I wake up around 10, 10.30, and I turn over, and I look over, and I see, I don't see the girl I was dating. I see the girl I work with who's married. Oops. Nobody see her. I'm not saying it was her, because it wasn't her. It was a girl, because I worked with the girl. I knew the girl I worked with more, and my brain that was waking up from the drunken stupor was slowly making the connections. And then finally, I look back. I look back three times. I go, fuck, what am I going to do? My life's ruined. I can't go back to work. I work with my dad. Boom, boom, boom. I can't go back. And this is why I'm friends with this guy. I'm friends with her husband. She said she got in an argument. She had told me she had gotten in an argument with her husband that they wanted to come to my party and all that stuff. And my party became such a thing. It was such a bullshit party. When I say a bullshit party, I just threw the party together, and it became the party to go to on Christmas Eve. Right, and I didn't know it was causing people arguments, stuff like that. And I woke up, and I was thinking, "Fuck!" I put a nail in their relationship. It wasn't. It was the girl that I was dating for that time for the last six hours. Because <laughs> I didn't. I. I mean, first of all, I was 
it took me about all of four hours to get sober enough to get the place straightened up enough that I could leave it. Because you can't leave a place a total wreck. Because I knew I was going to have to come back and go to my family's house and never made it to the girl's house. And that was the death knell for that. But she should have known by seeing that party. There was no way I was going to make it to her house. Sounds like a completely successful party. Yeah, it was. But this guy, Kevin McNichols, came up and told me. And he, and he said, Kevin, were you offended by that? And he goes, I thought it was fucking hilarious. We were laughing our ass off so much when you were trying to wrap that rope around me. I mean, it's like stringing someone up. But I was stringing her, trying to string her around his waist and stuff like that. We did, we used to do that uh, Good Friday parties. We did one in an apartment, a small apartment. We had 80 people in a small 2-2 two, two, uh, apartment. 2-1 apartment. 80 people. And we put a, a, a bar that was long as the, from here, about 12 feet over. We put a bar there. And I had two bartenders behind it. <laughs> a little fucking apartment. We had eight people in it. We, the, the, we were almost evicted because we almost broke the floor in the place. And I came out in a bathrobe with no clothes on. I was dancing at the end of the night. And, and my roommate said, yeah, this girl smacked you like three times. So what girl smacked me? The girl that's sleeping in your room right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, but... That that's um, that's the kind of parties we had, and this guy came in and reminded me of those things. That was good times, good times, good times. I always thought that maybe I'm re- remembering things wrong. I don't even remember half of them. It's amazing the things that it must be like the keys. And I did. T- did I tell you about the? Uh, we're going to finish up. I'll talk about the Key West uh, stories. Oh, when you went down to Key West, yes, for the podcast. Yeah, we did two shows from there. I would like to do that with you guys sometime. Went down and we did a show at Key West Smuggler Company with Jim Martin. And uh, I was very, uh, what would you call that? Uh, I wasn't sober, but I wasn't driving either. But I was very reserved with the amount of liquor because we were in a tasting room and they kept on offering me drinks. I said, listen, we got to do a second show. And I got to be figure out how to use the board. And this thing, I can't, I can't keep on doing this. And then I had to go to Irish Kevin's and they opened up the bar for me on the second floor. When I went to Irish Kevin's, I was talking to Kevin and Irish Kevin doesn't drink. You know that? No. Irish Kevin doesn't drink anymore. And we went up to the balcony and did a show. We're talking and the system manager's there and her name was Daylin. I was there with Jim Martin and, and Irish Kevin. I interviewed Irish Kevin first. He says, Oh, help yourself to whatever we have. He said, well, I said, well, I got all this equipment, too. I got to bring back so I can't get all shit-faced. I'm staying at the motel. I'm cabbing it, so I'm not driving, doing everything responsible. It's the least amount of drinking I did for big shows. And while I'm doing a show, a very comely bartender with a shirt cut down right here. He's showing uh, at the bottom of his sternum. Yeah. Around here, it's just a t-shirt cut and beautiful breast, beautiful, beautiful, luscious breast. Woman, let me specify that. <laughs> she has adhesive tape in one hand, and she comes over talking. And she's talking to us, and, say, and she sees the microphone and stuff like that. And she, she's not making a connection. I said, "I'll bring her over here and stuff." And she's talking. She sits down. And we start talking. She says, "My name's Aaron." I say, "With an E or an A?" And she goes, "An A." No, an E. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a woman. You go, wait a second. There's A-R-O-N, not A-A-R-O-N. And there's other ones. I've seen alternate spellings for Aaron. I did. It's rare. I'll give it a bad. It's rare. It's something like that. But she has the adhesive tape. And they go, what, what, are you, what are you up to? You put a, what are you putting posters up here or something like that? She goes, oh, i got to go and tape my boobs. Tape her boobs? Tape her boobs. Right there. Right there for it. I know it's not a, an explosive subject, but it's like, I'm, you know, you're 30 years old or 29 years old. You're telling me about your boobs. I don't want to hear about that. I do want to hear about it. I want to actually see it. But I don't want to, I actually don't want to see it or hear about it. You don't have to tell me. You know, there's some, there's some, you can keep your secrets to yourself. That you have to take it. And the girl, the assistant manager, Daylin, sweetheart, says, oh, well, she has those fake boobs. And, in order to keep them in there, 
She has a table. And I don't know necessarily what she's doing, but we're here and here. And uh, I'm pointing to my chest, and you have the cut in the middle. So what's the tape for? Is it to hold them to each side so that you don't have, like, a nip slip? Like nip coming to the center? Right, yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. I would think that... And how do you do all that tape? And is that comfortable? I wouldn't think any tape... We just throw a bar. And we, we, you know, there's sexy bras and all that stuff. Why not just throw a bra? I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's sexier to not wear a bra and have the bra strap visible around the back. I used to like I used to like that stuff with that I Madonna stuff. I, I knew some attractive girls. I remember in the nineties, used to wear the, with the bras with the bra showing. I, I thought they were attractive. They were like suggestive. Madonna? Not so much Madonna. You know, once a guy starts, you take a picture of someone peeing on you. You question their. No, no, no. You know what, Madonna? I I took a pause. There's a lot of dead air. I, I apologize. You know, I, I, you know, I don't. Madonna like just didn't do it for me. She was she was. Maybe for about 30 minutes. Nope, it wasn't the teeth. It wasn't the teeth. She was had an excellent... My God, I think Lady Gaga, who objectively is, before the operation, was was seriously much more sexier than Madonna was. Just the way she looked, you know, with that, her nose and all. I thought Lady Gaga was gorgeous. I like, I mean... Stephanie Germanata. I think she's beautiful too. Who? who? Stephanie Germanata. Who's that? Lady Gaga. Yeah, I think I think that's she's. Her real name. Oh, that's her real name. I so I mean, wait, I see things in people. That she's exotic. I think is the term, Lady Gaga. Yeah, as opposed to she's an uh, Italian. Well, so is uh, what's uh, her name? Uh, Madonna. Cucina. What's her name? Cucinelli. 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 Madonna was Cucinelli. But Madonna's Italian. That's Cucinelli. You didn't know that. No, I knew, I knew that. No, I didn't think that Cuccinelli uh, was. What's that? What's that Jewish the, Jewish mysticism? Uh, the um, oh, thing that she became. I don't oh, know. her alter ego. Oh God, we got to talk hey, about female alter egos now. Uh, I thought I thought she the was. Uh, isn't she really into? Is, isn't she like really into like Buddhism? No, no, she became Jewish. She uh, Jewish mysticism. It's called. Um, What's I forgot the name of Joey. Rockle. 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 No, it's not Rockle. Like board game? Rockle sounds like a, uh, uh, a rap artist. Rockle. Oh, you're just making it funky. No, oh, I'm that's not. Good. I'm that's not. Good. I, get, I applaud it's, you. It's, it's, I applaud it's, you, Jenna, for making up this I thought show. it was a board game. I want to play <laughs> some yeah, Rockle. Rockle. It's like, like Raquel. Is that or like, like Rachel. Do you use dreidels? Yes, it would be Raquel with a dreidel. Raquel with a dreidel. It's Rachel. Rachel with a dreidel. Rachel with. It's Rockle. There's there's a performer for you. Yeah. There is a wait. Wait a second. Jewish. There is some. Oh my God. Wonder Woman is Jewish. Gal Gadot. That's the new Wonder Woman. Gadot or whatever her name. Gal Gadot. She is. That's the new Wonder Woman. Incredible. The classic beauty. Classic beauty. One that rarely do I find it. Well, and she was too. in uh, a Fast and the Furious. Yeah, well, well, I've, I've never seen one of those movies. Believe it or not. That's because you like electric cars instead of fast cars. <laughs> 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 Boom! Uh, well, if you're smart enough to know, then electric cars are faster. <laughs> Actually, they just made one that was... Yeah, electric cars are faster. and something miles an hour. Yeah, electric cars are faster. For per pound, you could get... A car, you could probably get an electric car going faster than any other car. I, I retract my previous statement. I would like to get away from the electric cars now. Thank you. Oh, you know, hey, can you grab me a beer? Yeah. Do a tone for that? Of course An I open will. one? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to atone for that. I thought it was great. That was perfect timing. So we were talking about, let's say, you know what, Joe? I want to do a segment for us. Would you be happy to do this? Well, I'm going to pop this on you. Okay? It's going to be called Straight Guy, Gay Guy. Go for it. Um, well, I'm going to talk about good-looking guys, famous guys, who we find most attractive. Now, I'm, I'm right now to mature guys. Papa Joe. Oh, you're He's Papa very Joe's handsome. a handsome oh, guy. Stop. Handsome guy. I George Clooney. Uh, I like it because of his uh, political a- a- um, advocacy um, that he cares like about Sudanese and all that stuff. I know. Hey, listen, if you got a political problem with him, that's fine. Yeah, but you said, but I always thought he's handsome. You said uh, George Clooney, attractive. Right. Oh, you don't find him attractive? Not really. I mean, I, I he's he, 
let me let me qualify. That's all right. That. You don't have to. No, no, I'll like qualify so. that. He's an attractive guy. Yeah. Um, do I find him like um, um, super attractive or? No, he's a good-looking guy. As far as like you know, on the exterior, personal but, attraction. Yeah. Like, do I find him sexy or something like that? No. Okay, well, that's no. It. that's all you have to do. Okay, you pick a guy, and I'll tell you right. Oh well, that's the same age group. Uh, How about well, the first name that comes to Brad Pitt? Uh, he's a handsome guy. Super handsome guy. Super handsome guy. Yeah. Well, he's smart, too. I think he's smart. He's no, a total stoner, dude. Oh, you're right. You know what? Okay, okay. See, I'm going to disagree with something. Okay. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Yes, very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of quirky, huh? In a quirk. Yeah, exotic kind of way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, quirky. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. He's got right. a body that'll knock you out. Yeah, oh, fucking man. Yeah. Hey, look at that. <laughs> I don't care. You know what? I'm no, comfortable gonna, doing it. Yeah, you know what? Works very hard at that. He's got a try to, You know what? Attractive try. Um, people that, okay, pick someone. I want to get a disagreement coming on there. Ma- Mark Wahlberg. Yes. No. You don't find him attractive? He has a good body. He has a pig face. Um, to me. To me. Yeah, I, I okay. would say he's got an average face. Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. So um, He's really funny. I call him a seven and a half with a ten body. I would. Uh, he's I'm not really, really into built guys though, so it's, it's no, unfair. But he's really funny. He is so, funny. Like, he's personality wise, like, and then he like. Okay, is there anybody? Pick, okay, okay. Come on, you he's pick awesome. Throw me off. Throw, throw him off. Throw him off. Pick a unique, a uniquely handsome guy. So oh. I could throw one in Matrix. There. What's a oh Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Don't you have a problem because of his what? being learning disabled? What? Why? He's not attractive? Why no, he has dyslexia, correct? No, I was just joking, joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was just joking. Did you joking. hear him? Did you hear no, him? At first he said... I believe he has dyslexia. I know, I was joking about that. But first, Gavin Newsom, the the uh, the governor of California, who is a stone-cold hot, hot guy, has dyslexia. Yeah. I was calling Keanu Reeves someone that had a learning disability, not that. Uh, okay. <laughs> but that's from the earlier one. Keanu Reeves, yes, he did come because he just always seemed like he was slightly. I'll give you one. Okay. So because he's been acting for a long, long time. So he's an older guy. He's an older guy. Let's hear it. He's probably seventy something now. Oh, really? Yeah. English he's actor, De Niro. right? De Niro's a handsome guy. He's a very De Niro's handsome guy. Well, part of it's because of his. Is is the way he carries himself, his persona, his attitude. How about Harvey Keitel then? Oh, big time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Christ. Oh, the guy that plays the butler now, Jeremy Irons. No, see, I don't find him attractive. Okay. Okay, you watch a Game of Thrones at all? No. Okay, let's. Um, Tom Cruise. No. The Tom Cruise. No. Um. Any other action star? How about the guy that plays Ray Donovan? Lee Schreiber. I think he's interesting. I think Lee Schreiber, I've seen him in interviews, and, of course, Jason Statham. He's not Lee Schreiber. No, but... Oh, Jason Statham's a handsome guy. Oh, he's hot. He is hot. He is hot. You're right. You're right. But Liv Schreiber... Yeah. um, I think he has a great voice. He's talented beyond all get out, but do I find him? I don't find him uh, visually attractive, but he he has my greatest admiration as an actor. He's, he's a wonderful actor. Uh, Jason Statham, um, you know, kudos on the body, but then I would put him in your Mark Wahlberg category for face. He has just kind of an average Joe face. Okay, well, how about Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig, yes. You say no? I, I think yes. I, I always thought Daniel Craig was I he supplanted every previous bond with the physicality that he had with the uh, bond. Thing. No, I, he he yeah he gets A's across the board there as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah smart. Yeah, no. sh- sharp. Sharp dresser. Uh, carries himself well. Yeah. Plus he's uh, I don't know if you ever seen him in interviews. Um, he's uh, you know he's just a he's a very gentle guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an actor. 
you know, he's, 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 he seems like a really nice guy, but, but my we God. We did send him preview. What a body. Holy cow. How about Russell, how about Russell Crowe? Young Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe older. Young, older Russell Crowe, not so much. <laughs> oh, well, so no, what? Young Russell Crowe was a hottie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, that guy, um, that uh, Canadian actor, the one that was in First Man and, uh, uh, oh, God, he was in The Notebook, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I know exactly. Unique looking guy. Yes. When he looks sharp, he either looks like a drab, he can either look drab, normal guy, wouldn't notice. And he did uh, Crazy Stupid Love. And Crazy Stupid Love, he the way they dressed him up, the way he uh got anything, he was just so together that he was he I mean, the way he acted. There's some people out there and, and women and there are women like that too. They get I know it's gonna be this one. Helen Mirren, very sexy. She has a presence about her. Judy Dench, I'm thinking, I'm naming some uh, that. But there are some American actresses like that. Uh, Meryl Streep, very, yeah, very sexy. Uh, and thing, I'm picking those people that carry themselves well. I would say Kate Beckinsale is very beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful, young, beautiful, and stuff. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's not young, she's beautiful. Gorgeous. She's the same age as me. I'm 56. That's young, beautiful. <laughs> that's young, beautiful. I mean, there's 50 year old ones that I think are like I call young and but beautiful. Judy Dench is Kate, like fucking I mean, even hilarious, though, by the way. Kate Blanchett and Nicole Kidman, I still think they're beautiful. They're young and beautiful. And Charlize Theron's in her 40s now. They're and all and they're they're she older than me. She's hardcore. Charlize is older than me. So is so is Kate Blanchett. Actually, yep. they're both pushing 50s. Yep. So okay, well yeah, we did, we did that we did that straight guy uh, so, uh, gay guy uh, routine. I think we handed it out pretty good. We hit it out of the park. It's yeah. pretty good. I think we have to go into analysis and pick one guy and give him a rating. Hey, what and about Johnny Depp? Used to be, used to be. Uh, they said, okay, that's funny that you mentioned that. That is an arguably great statement because Johnny Depp, when he was younger. Was, was like, super freaking hot. This is what I'm I saying. I mean, at the uh, prior, right at the beginning, a, it's 21 Jump Street, dude. 21 Street, no, but even after that, before, when, even, there was a before. Even after that, at the beginning, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. he still had it going, but then he got crazy and stuff like that. It's like Nick Nolte used to be. You know, Nick Nolte used to be kind of like one of. The, you know, though, Nick yeah, Nolte like to old me, American boy. I never thought he was handsome, even before he whacked his head. <laughs> oh, Gary Busey, you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, both of them. Well, yeah, oh, that's right, Gary that's Busey right. Was, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Nick Nolte, was yeah, like no, I never thought he was attractive either. Oh, I mean, it's just good. Um, yeah, I oh, am. Yeah. No, I know. But yeah, Johnny Depp, he went off the Johnny deep end. Depp. One of my first. Oh, I'm Al Gibson. Oh, we go like it. Mel Gibson. Gibson. Oh, okay. okay. Young like Mel Gibson. Weapon too. He was. I mean, yeah. with the, I mean hair. Weapon. Yeah. No, Lethal Weapon. He was the hottie. I mean, he was a man. Hey, one of my yeah. first off-duty jobs was uh, working a movie set, and it was Johnny Depp's first movie, and it was filmed at the Sinesta Beach Hotel on Key Biscayne, and I think he was. He's the. He's the same. He's the same age as me, so he was 19 years old, and. Um, I remember him coming and going from the set. Clearly, he stood out um, as a young, just a beautiful young man. I mean, he was stunning. He was gorgeous. And I still think he's a, a really attractive guy. You know what's funny? The, as uh, the, odd as he is. I no, no, the weird thing like, about it is like this. I've always been able to appreciate the beauty in the same sex of someone but the, um, you know, like, I, I think where guys get hung up and say, you can't, what, you can't say that guy is handsome? Of course you What's can. What's your fucking problem? You can't say, that. now, whether you're sexually attracted to him is a different thing. Of but course. But don't say, what are you, an idiot? Um, there's plenty of, you see this in plenty of modern society where guys say, the guy is beautiful. Right. You can say it. And the guy's comfortable saying it. There's nothing wrong with being attracted to him. Or not being attracted to him. Uh, it's just the way, right? I mean, and this is what this is what the purpose of this episode is. 
this is what this we is what you're trying to do. should put a picture well, of my good. eldest son well, on this one. Why not? Your eldest. I, I, I have very, very handsome children. All three of my sons. You're are men very, are handsome. Very, very gorgeous. You're men. You're my, men. My, they're my children. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't feel comfortable they're waiting so, into this conversation. They're so my children. They're adults want, and know, they're adults. You don't want to say. But don't put one above the other. But my oldest son. Um, well, I'll give you I'll the just, time, I'll but just, don't I'll hang yourself. My, I'll, I'll scratch my back a little bit on this. Is the only one that looks a little bit like me. Oh, okay. Right? Mike and Matt look exactly like their dad, who is also very handsome. Yeah. But my oldest son stands out. His features stand out. He just does. And he's a little taller, and his face is a little bit more elongated. And he's just, um, he's, he's a very attractive human. All of them are very attractive humans. And I think the babies, the twins... You know, Mike and Matt, who all the listeners have heard them all on here, but they're like cute. You know, they're like the can cute I little speakers. Can I hold up? Can I hold up one person time? as an example of the anti-classic beauty? I'll say this: Henry Kissinger, back in the mid seventies. <laughs> no, for some reason, Henry Kissinger was held up as a kind of pseudo-sexual icon. There was. There was a thing, if you believe it or not. Henry Kissinger, at the time, there were women that thought uh, just the, the accent and thing, and there was nothing about Henry Kissinger you could zero in on other than its intelligence that was attractive. And, and that's what the vagaries, the vagaries of human beauty rest on that thing. Like, you don't know what someone is going to be. You can see, look at something and say, oh, yeah, that person's a classic beauty. Um, but then sometimes you go look at someone. I imagine this in another show. I can look at someone. Oh, they're beautiful. And after talking to them a while, I say, they're fucking idiots. And they're and it crashes. The whole system crashes. Yeah, usually when you meet someone and they open their mouth, uh, they either will affirm their beauty, their beauty from inside comes out and complements yeah. the beauty on the outside, or it's acid and it may as well have just poured on their face, and they prove that they're morons. Yep. But you made a, a, a point where, you know, I guess what you were kind of asking was why is it, you know, or or that some guys just can't bring themselves to recognize that another guy might be attractive. Yes. And and yet others do, and it all comes down to, you know, we'll call it it's a sense of homophobia. If if you're secure in who you are, you know, gay, straight, or otherwise, you you can look at someone and go, "Well, that, that guy's very attractive," you know. Or it, it's like if you're in a relationship, let's say uh, your wife, and uh, you, you notice an attractive woman, and, and and your wife says, "You're right, she's very attractive." She's not threatened by it. She's not threatened that you recognize it because both of you are solid in your relation. That is a great thing. Um, um, Abby told me the other day um, when she woke up, she was having dreams and it, with, with two other men she had relationships with before. Uh, 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 not too long ago, I would have been intimidated by that. Uh, right now, I go, oh, well, geez, that's what happens in dreams. You know, you, all things are off and stuff like that. It's what's most important. People... If you're going to get upset by things that happen in dreams, you're going to be very disappointed yeah, in life. Damn insecure. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. very insecure. There's a lot of things that happen in dreams that doesn't really matter. Being able to appreciate someone else's beauty does not make you uh, gay or straight, and it doesn't matter if you are gay or straight. It just matters that you're able to appreciate some something, and you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be all judgmental sometimes about because there's heavier guys out there that. I mean, are attractive. There was a towel. There was a movie called The Towel of Steve, and the guy had like a scruffy beard and all that stuff, and he was really good at getting girls and stuff like that. He was a little overweight and stuff like that. And it, just the way, and there's girls that, I mean, especially there's some women that are bigger that are very confident. They're very confident about their looks and stuff like that. And they attract guys like crazy oh, there's, there's, back and forth. I'm snapping. I'm doing a snap up and down. There, there's uh, there's heavy set women and, and heavy set men. They're just heavier. Yeah. But if you look at them, you you know even before you you hear them, they're beautiful. Yes. You could just see that they're they're just heavier. And getting back to what I said way earlier was we live in a culture that puts 
a high price on looking like a skinny 20-year-old. And it's very hard to fight that. And if you, again, if you're secure in who you are, I and think you just accept people for I who think they we're are. in a classic period where people are appreciating beauty because we have the plus size models and all that stuff. Yeah, it's where about to go time. and experiencing people that are because it's reality, older and beautiful, and say, wait, wait a second, here's an older person that's beautiful, and look how this person looked when they were young, and look how they look now. And some people age; it's like a, a wine. Some people age like wines. Some people have. They peaked when they were 20, and they didn't do anything to really widen their appeal. <laughs> they didn't learn anything. They didn't experience anything. They didn't become different, and they're still locked in that 20-year-old mentality. This is why I looked at it again. You don't look that way anymore, and that's all you had. He's a handsome motherfucker. That is my He's handsome. He looks like an Italian supermodel. He is uh, Greek. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm not comparing him to your other sons, too. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me see, let me see the in picture. Fact, if, if you, you gave your at, other sons, if you, you your other son, if you gave your other sons, uh, if they got um, if you were contact tw- lenses and stuff like that, and a beard like that, I um, bet they would How about you look at your phone because then you will see. I'm not looking at my phone when I work and try to focus on the people in front I of me. sent you a picture of all three of them, and they're all. Very, very. Maybe uh, this is uh, this is going to be a picture. This is going to be a picture. This is going to be. Uh, we're probably going to have to put a picture up of those kids. You should. I think I we'll call it. We'll call this episode a thing of beauty. Thing of beauty. A thing of beauty. Here we go. My little guys. It was a great mommy. episode. Uh, we're at we're at almost an hour. Well, you know what we need to remember. What beauty comes from inside. It, it's that it's, they really it, it really does. Content of character that yes. Okay. And they are above very, and beyond everything. Everything else is window extras. And m- might I add? I do what? that. Um, Joe's. Oh wow. Joe's daughter. Oh my goodness. Both his daughters. See, I wouldn't have said that about your daughter, but, even though I bet I now, would. Oh. But, I mean, <laughs> I bet I would. I no, they're say, very good looking girls. I know. I wouldn't say that because what? It's inappropriate. <laughs> it's not inappropriate. I mean, and we they are both talking. Got big boobs. We are talking about some they of the, both got the really most, big boobs. Some of the most gorgeous young women. Oh yeah, ever like brunettes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, blondes. Yes. Oh, well, okay. I like both. Dirty yeah. blondes. Dirty blondes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is uh, you know what I, I I delve too deeply. We <laughs> we mind too intently. I think it's time to end. We're gonna. Uh, we're going to end the show with, oh, God, no, but these, Joe did the licking thing, the quick. Okay, well, thing. you know what it was? This is uh, the, my okay. son, my oldest son came to visit and he took, um, one of his brother's motorcycles and was riding around town, hanging out while we were all at work one day. Okay. And as Ryan was down at the beach at Harry Harris, um, and this is before Irma. Yeah. When the, everything was still open. Yeah. And, uh, Ryan decided to walk down there and, you know, Go for a little stroll and dip his feet in the sand and dip his feet in the salt water. And no, and there was all of a sudden there was these men. There was these two guys that were taking pictures of him, and Ryan noticed it. And he was like, "Are you are you guys taking pictures of me?" And they were like, "Yes." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, wait, were they good pictures?" And the both and both of these guys were like, "They were excellent pictures." And Ryan's like, "Well, could you at least text them to me so I can have the picture?" Like, oh, really? like it's great, like it's cool. You're gonna you give us your phone number? And but please, will you just text me the pictures? And, oh, we should have said that. Can you photos? These, maybe I come over there, and then he gets the photos, and then, and then Ryan got the photos, and, and then immediately blocked the number. And one of the photos is right here, which I'm showing Jim right now, is my son sitting on the rocks at the beach that was taken by these two very, very sweet gay men that were taking pictures of my son at the beach because yeah, it looks like a it looks like a chakra magazine. Wait a second. Those guys had to be like eight feet away from your no, son. No, this is actually zoomed I zoomed in so you could oh. see it. It was from a well, distance. Fifteen feet. Yeah, and but my son noticed that they were taking pictures of him, so that's why he was just like, "Hey, could, I mean, like, if you're gonna take pictures of me, that's cool." But okay. If, if you well, at some point, you gotta go. Yeah. Straight. Hey, yeah, are you <laughs> sure that he wasn't cruising the beach? Yeah. yeah. You, you, you never know. I mean, this Cru- is Ryan cruising. we're talking okay, about. <laughs> now you're doing a disservice to Ryan. It's I could a, pick on him as much as okay. I want to. I probably let's and let's uh, let's end the show before we ruin their. Uh, <laughs> Love Jenna's you guys. Yeah, um, thank you, Jenna. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you, Papa Joe. You're more than welcome. We're going to be back. 
again in another episode.